Hello and welcome to episode number 192 of the Armin Show podcast. We have been rolling with guests. We have, I don't know, possibly two guests on this episode. Who are our guests today? Well, it's me again. It's Mary again for the third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. And I have my friend here with me. Hello. I'm, Who is your friend? I'm Eve Mutso. From S- Eve is in the place. That's right. You are from where? I'm originally from Estonia, but I've lived in Scotland for the last 15 years. That's a decade and a half for the people that want to check the math on there. Now, glad to have both of you on here. You both are in Northern Europe. Mm-hmm. That's right, yep. Which is cold. And how do you two know of each other? Um, well, we have worked together, well, not together, but we've worked in the same company for the past 13 years. 13 years. Mm-hmm. And now last two years, we've been working as freelancers together mm-hmm. in different projects. But we're, we're friends, very good friends, and uh, we care and help each other with yeah. anything. So This is terrible. I- no, I know. <laughs> we don't want people helping each other. Then they'll, you know, improve as a pair. So if we can keep that joke, but that's wonderful. Now, Eve, you are a freelance dancer and choreographer. That's right. When did you start dancing in existence? Mm. What age or around what time were you like? I, I was... like this. Yeah, I started doing gymnastics and folk dancing when I was seven. And then um, when I was 10, I still had too much energy. So my mom decided to (laughs) let me audition for ballet school, which Mm -hmm. uh, was successful. So I went on and studied classical ballet in a ballet academy back Mm -hmm. in Tallinn um, Mm -hmm. for nine years. Then I joined uh, Estonian National Ballet company for three and a half years and then I came over to Scotland um, 15 years ago Mm. and you have been in Scotland ever since Mary's homeland is also Scotland that's right yeah Hmm. now before any related to dance and whatnot what is something or a couple of things you like about Scotland or the area there um, I love the friendliness, the openness, and the um, lifestyle um, in Scotland. I like the creative um, freedom and the choices I've, uh, I've had. Um, I pretty much became who I am as an artist here in Scotland. Mm-hmm. I've spent most of my adult life here. So, yeah, hmm. it, it's my second home. It's my home. I've rooted here, and I feel very... Mm. Um, very good here mm-hmm. that's the place to be You're, and we're doing this from you guys are in Glasgow the wonderful that's city right. of Glasgow mm-hmm. Mary how did you first yeah. meet Eve where oh that? well Eve Eve joined the company Scottish Valley where I was working she joined in 2003 Mm-hmm. Um, so she joined um, as a dancer and we just kind of um, became friends through that through um, working alongside each other and touring and touring we were touring buddies we would stay in, in the, the same, same, in flat, the same yeah. flats or houses cook dinners and, and, and yeah. uh, spend time 
not only at work but outside as well. Yeah. So you barely get along with each other. Where are some places that you two have toured together? Oh, we've well, um, we've toured the, just about everywhere. Yeah, actually. from um, China to to America uh, and everything in between. Yeah. Huh. Mm. LA is one of these places. Right, Los Angeles. Yeah. Let mm -hmm. me toss myself in here. Mm -hmm. I know of said people in said episode in relation to a Los Angeles business meeting that occurred where we met and that's right that's how we originally know of one another as people on this earth yeah. that's true yeah that, that's a nice feature mm -hmm. there shout outs to rooftops they exist every building has a top and not everyone you can get to it but this one could oh that's right yeah yeah and there's way more yeah. of them locally because they had to have helicopter landing spots in most of downtown los angeles it was a rule for building which i don't think is in europe because they have those like pointy buildings on everything so there's no rooftops in europe there are zero there's no parties happening uh i think we do but yeah. not in every building not, not yeah not every building has got uh, we got more historical buildings yeah. that's right but like m most of the new uh, offices have uh, a flat yeah um, yeah uh, and, the, and the hospitals as well that's right yeah. for helicopters Right. Um, so, yeah, it's maybe more common than you might think well, over here. We probably have that style because, you know, the United States goes back hundreds of years, whereas Europe, I think, is more recent. Yeah, so, we're such a, such a young country, aren't we? Yes, we're young. very recently um, developed. Now, yeah. Eve, you were born in Tallinn, Tallinn, Estonia, which I have to toss in another thing. My professor, Carl Yukon, at UC Santa Barbara of Biochemistry, was also born there. Shout out to Dr. Khan. Did you like Estonia? Do you speak is Estonian a language? Nobody knows. What's the information yeah. about that area? Yes, yes, my home country is Estonia. Mm -hmm. um, I lived there up until I moved to Scotland. So um, my first language is still Estonian. I think I think in Estonian, although I, I work in English now. Like all the projects uh, I've done recently is with English-speaking uh, dancers or mm -hmm. uh, designers. Right. So, yeah, um, it's very much part of me still being Estonian and and uh, building my life uh, as Estonian. Mm -hmm. um, but my daughter also uh, speaks Estonian. She uh, That's her first language, but she goes to school in Scotland. So oh. we're all bilingual here. How old is your daughter? Is she like you in some ways? Do you get along or are you like, hey, who are you? And, uh, yeah, yeah, she's my double. <laughs> she's my mini, mini me, twin. Yeah, oh. she's, she's 10 uh -huh. and she's into dancing as well. So, yeah. This is wonderful. Very similar. <laughs> is it possible that she teams up with you in some sort of dance role Maybe. at some point? Yeah, possibly. Hmm. She said, yeah, she wants to do something in the future, so I better get better. That's wonderful. Now, going straight to your dancing, I have seen some of your footage. It is very, how would I describe it, deep movements that are with tone, and then there is a quick spin or something, and also with individual in a wheelchair, sometimes with people who are abled or disabled. Tell me about that. Different abilities. Mm -hmm. Physically integrated dance is very uh, um, big in Scotland, in UK, in internationally. Inclusive dance is something which I'm um, um, 
related to, I am board member for uh, Inclusive Dance Organization Independence here mm. in Scotland. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, as a freelancer, last two and a half years, I've been trying to do different projects and uh, pushing my own boundaries and pushing the boundaries of dance, what dance can be, how do people see dance, what is the physical theatre, and how do people translate performing arts, really. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as people go, what are some qualities you have gravitated towards in people in your life? Like some features that you're like, this is what I want to be around. Open-minded, mm-hmm. kind, generous people. I only decided to work with like-minded people mm-hmm. who I have something to learn from and who I understand and like to be around. Life is too short to do just just jobs or do do the do the projects for the sake of doing things. So I I try to approach every project with my full energy, with my full commitment, and uh, they have to be special and interesting for me to commit. Right, which means that Mary, you have just been described as special and interesting. So I now ask you, what are some features mm-hmm. you gravitate towards in others? This may have come up, but I would like to hear it in this context. Well, I guess it's probably the same. Um, you know, it's like-minded people and open people. You know, you don't. It's it's difficult when you've got someone who's put, who put barriers up. Mm-hmm. Um, you do you do need to. You know, work speaks the same language in a way. Who thinks the same way as you, or else you know you're just going to end up with problems. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very important in this business as well, because um, you spend so much time together mm-hmm. that you, you have to have that the, the same type of energy and the same type of way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Both of you actually manage in some form how the performances will go in your respective contexts. Have you mm-hmm. let people go for? various reasons that didn't blend in properly was that a decision you had to make uh well yes i have i've i've had to do that which is quite a difficult thing to do but um yes it's because it is very important to have um the right people on your team and if there's someone who's who's letting you know, others down yeah or it doesn't commit in the same uh, the same way yeah then it's it just puts the pressure on everyone else um which isn't really fair um, so yeah, we're all yeah, yeah we're all working in a very professional field. So in order to produce professional and a high quality work, we we need the best team around us, and there are enough really committed people. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, show must go on, and we we just uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of really good talented people out there. Um, that would love to work and love to work with Scottish Ballet or work, love to work alongside Eve. Um, so what's the point in having someone who's, mm-hmm. you know, just giving you 50% when there's people out there who who give 110? That's right. So, yeah. 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 N- not one person is not replaceable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Two great points you bring up there. One, there's an abundance out there, so there's no reason to have lower quality if people are booming to join. You want mm-hmm. the bar to be high. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's one of the most important things, I think. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. And for, for every every type of um, performance that you're doing, you have to have that high quality. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, 
if you're on some main stage in some big city or if you're in some little town hall or in an art gallery, yeah. putting dance into somehow static environment, you still want to deliver the best you can. So mm. that that's why it's important to uh, trust your team and uh, and be uh, be sure that uh, we're all working for the same aim. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned environment right there. What is one interesting environment you have performed in that was memorable to you? I performed on the cliff um, in the sunrise in mid-February. Um, I was filming a dance film uh, in Dorset. It's mm-hmm. in South England. Mm. Um, and uh, I was filmed, uh, I was dancing in the mud on point shoes, huh. wearing wearing point shoes, which is very hard because uh, you don't have a hard surface to balance on, so you're sinking into the mud. Oh. Um, it was very, very cold, and the sun was rising, and I was filmed with the drones, oh. and, and it was quite windy, so the drone driver uh, or the drone operator couldn't control the drone, and the drone was flying into the skirt, into my skirt, and started slicing my leg. Whoa. Yeah, so I had to pull the skirt away. That's actually a skirt uh, Mary uh, designed and um, uh, created created for me. Mm-hmm. So after that filming, I managed to, I could see the crew slow motion running towards me, like trying to get the drone away from me mm-hmm. so it wouldn't cut my leg off. Right. And then, and then I went back to Scotland. I said to Mary, this happened and Mary made me a new costume. <laughs> that is some sweet stuff right there. Mary made the clothing you used. For your performance. That's right. Yeah. How neat is that? That reminds me of one time Enrique Iglesias was performing in front of a stage audience. And then he had a drone filming. And then it came and sliced his hand. And then he kept going. But his hand was bleeding hard. So is that good for the show? No, because you're bleeding hard at that point. But as a professional, you would continue. Yeah, you would. Mm. Right. It was, yeah. It, these things happen, but uh, your brain works really quickly in those situations. It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's out of body experience. You see yourself uh, outside, or you see things happening to you. But right. your brain is just so quick. So you would, as a dancer, when you fall on stage, you're up before. You know, you're like bouncing up. The dancers are masters of bouncing back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that concept right there. By the way, I have to throw that in since you mentioned it. I mentioned it a lot about the brain. It's an inference machine. It takes in the moment. It processes the possible results, what can be done very quickly. It's great at that. And it comes out as what you described right there, especially in those moments where there's sudden pressure. The brain adapts. We're built to adapt like that. If it wasn't, uh, we would have been destroyed thousands of years ago uh, based on evolution. That's right. And also the the species which... um, manage to adapt most intelligently will survive. Right. And the other ones are somewhere in the ground or who knows. They're not there. That's evolution. Mary, you created that clothing. Tell me a little bit about clothing you have created for dancers along the lines of Eve and crew. Well, we've just um, recently um, done a a new piece. It's a performance that um, was premiered Two weeks ago in, in Tallinn mm-hmm. at um, Estonia National Opera House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was this was this was the first one where it was like a multitude of dancers. There was eight dancers in total, mm-hmm. uh, four male, four female. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's the biggest project I've done for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was um, leotards um, because I think you've seen the photographs of the. Yes. I sent you. I sent you some photographs. Right. Um, so we ne- we needed something to um, to show the body off. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a contrast, because the elastics in it were white, and we wanted the contrast of black. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we just needed something, yeah, just to show the body. And, and it was important to make, you know, have the dancers feel comfortable and look, just to show off all the muscles right. and the muscle tones. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, I know that Mary makes my dancers look good, so I, I gave him... I gave her pretty much free hands. Yeah, yeah. I gave you yeah. some ideas which I would like, but you you created these mm-hmm. uh, knowing the dancers they uh, who I chose for my piece. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, really tall girl was wearing long sleeved uh, leotard, and then the more muscly guys were wearing uh, more like uh, revealing costumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, emphasizing. Or making making most of their dancers, of yeah. their bodies, and um, we had each one was individual mm-hmm. because they're all individual anyway, and that's was one of the things that we wanted to show off, and one of the things that Eve wanted to show off in the piece was about individuality. Mm. Um, and so. and knowing the lighting designer as well, we needed the costumes to to be in in line with the lighting and the reflections of the bodies and limbs on the lino on the floor had to be, you know, properly lit. So, yeah, it all just came together with elastics, lighting, costumes, dancers, um, and the music and choreography. So it's a multifaceted, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, thinking in many layers layers at the same time and hoping it, it will all make a good meal. Mm-hmm. Now I did talk to Ren Barlow from episode one eighty nine. I showed her the picture of the dancers and those fabrics in the background, long ones, and she thought it just looked spectacular. Sharing that feedback. Right Thank there. you so much. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, she was on there and was from Australia. Has an accent that is different. Now, are all your accents different? Mary's is Scottish. What would you call mm-hmm. yours, Eve? I think um, Scandinavian, yeah. Estonian. Estonian, yeah. Yeah. Um, some people think my accent reminds them South African or Danish um, mm-hmm. accent. I don't uh, know. Scottish uh, taxi drivers thought, uh, think that I'm pure Scottish. Mm-hmm. Do they? When you when you could <laughs> you a Scottish accent. Um, I've I've never met another Estonian. I think. Yeah, my daughter has American accent somehow. And Bristol's got your husband. He's got a very soft. Yeah, because um, he studied in England. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Now, which is cool, by the way. Shout outs to England, which is under Scotland. It's right under. That's there. right. Mm-hmm. Now you have done aerial arts. Is this risky? Do you fly in the air often? How often have you been doing aerial arts? Aerial arts. I've been studying um, only a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But I've already done some aerial projects. Uh, it's really, it's like a bug. It's like a circus bug. Once mm-hmm. you, you're in there, um, getting to know the different disciplines and uh, flying in that apparatus, mm-hmm. it's just, you, you don't look back. It's fantastic. It, you know, we, as a dancers, we often been asked to 
leave the shape in the air when you jump or stop the time with the movement. Now mm. I can with, with aerial equipment, you can. And you can oh. take the, 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 the weight off your feet, therefore you can really push your movement language further and discover a whole different ways of moving and, and uh, coordinating your body. It's, it's almost, some people might see it as limitation, limita- limitating, mm. limitation, but for me it's liberation. Oh my gosh. It's not a limitation, it's liberation. Watch out, people. Okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, along Don't, those lines, okay, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. no. Go, go to Circus Center. It's good fun. We're all becoming like big kids there. Mm. I want to point out, uh, a lot of the people that want to join your team, they might be talented, but they're not talented. Okay. Keep that in mind. That's a different category. <laughs> that, that only you and Professor Kalyu Khan are in. That's it. The only two Estonian people on the planet. Joking. <laughs> he was a nice person, though. And well, that was a, a teacher I once had. Did you... Do you... I always check about books. Are there any books you have uh, liked to read? Do you like books? Are you opposed to them? Do you check any media like podcasts? Do you consume any sort of uh, media? Eve. Uh, oh, me. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of research when I ever uh, do a new role or I go into the new project. I do read about the, the play we're doing or um, I read about the author, the biography, his or hers other works. I, um, I watch the films um, related to the subject. I... If I don't get to see the shows I want to see, I read the reviews or I watch the um, trailers and yeah, podcasts about it. Uh, so I only have 24 hours uh, in, in each day, so I don't get everywhere. But um, like Edinburgh Festival is the place where I consume most of my uh, um, annual art experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, book-wise, I like biographies. I like life stories. I like... Um, picking up the different classics I've read as a student and reread read them later in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, anything anything which uh, interests me, I, I take time. Um, I like taking time for um, uh, end-of-the-week newspapers with oh. the different like um, extras. So it takes me a whole weekend to get through mm-hmm. the Sunday Times or uh, yeah. Observer or Guardian um, because mm-hmm. it's just so full of uh, different stories, different people's opinions towards the world, what's going on in the world. So, yeah, I'm actively um, consuming uh, information. This is wonderful. Now, Mary, Eve had mentioned mm-hmm. the Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival. And yeah. have you been to that? I think you have. What did I you take away have. from it? Yeah, I've been many times. Um, we've performed many times, and we will be performing again. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, all, there's always there's always great things to go and see there, um, whether it's in the actual festival, international festival, or whether it's in the Fringe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much comedy there. There's uh, music. There's plays. There's um, dance, physical theatre. Yeah, spoken yeah. word. Different uh, jazz. There's, there's just book festival merges yeah. into uh, Edinburgh Festival. Also, Edinburgh Film Festival comes out of the festival. It's mm-hmm. just one it's, big. It's, 
it's partly it's the biggest so festival in the world, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. There's also a book, book festival as part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. There's a big, big tent in. You, you name it. It's, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Do they Fantastic. have an artificial intelligence booth? See, I named it. It's not um, there. I'm sure. I'm sure that's happening this you year. You can probably um, do a question answer session mm -hmm. with a holograms. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be in the next couple of years. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that one's exciting to myself. Oh well. <laughs> sure, you'll find. I'm sure you would find something. Yeah. That, um, that took your Normally, the 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 big uh, kind of catalogue of different works comes out in the beginning of the year so you can start booking tickets early on mm -hmm. and it's it's fantastic because all the greatest shows all the all the hot uh, performances come to you mm -hmm. you don't have to travel the world so all you need to do is make a schedule book tickets in advance and just go and consume and and let your soul filter it all you take what you need from it through your own filter, but mm -hmm. it's just incredible. I'm always just so inspired, and and I feel like uh, some of my works, majority of my works, uh, carry elements from different shows I've seen as well. Mm -hmm. That's a great point you bring up right there, by the way. I once had an episode, I think I talked about, I don't know if it was the whole episode, you taking things through your own filter. Person who does real estate, they walk through a city and they see like housing prices and apartment rents, a person that likes greenery they see the parks and the trees and the plants person that's like me people oriented i see the people and where they're going what they're doing we all see the world as our own speaking of which if you're in the dancer category do you check out like those dance contest shows and videos online that are like people uh, to be honest i'm i'm not big youtube watcher or mm -hmm. i don't really watch um Netflix much unless there is a really good series on I prefer to go and see live performances mm -hmm. I like the fact that we're not robots and every show is different although sometimes I go and see the same show twice or three times mm -hmm. with different costs uh, especially in dance you have different costs dancing it but also just to see the same costs for example I went to see Eugene O'Neill's uh, a days long journey to the night uh, in different countries mm -hmm. and it can be so different the the play the iconic play can be um uh, can be done differently can be uh, increase the level of emotions um differently and yeah that's how it's the same play but you see it in different colors and it's really interesting mm -hmm. it's fascinating to be able to do that and uh, take uh, and kind of top up your knowledge about one specific play it sounds like it. it's like different every time we can never do the mm. same thing ever in life because no matter what the variables of the earth are different that next that's time that's right yeah. that's a valid point huh now mary i want to bring it back to scottish ballet is that the biggest thing ever because if australian person knows of scottish ballet i now know about it. it's is it like the other ballets in the uk are they even known they are. I mean, we are probably um, one of the smallest um, of the of the companies. Uh, you've got the Royal Ballet. Mm -hmm. um, you've got English which National. is the, big, the biggest. Yeah. Then you've got English National. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Bir Birmingham Royal, um, and then Northern Ballet. Northern, but Northern Ballet and Scottish Ballet are kind of similar Same, in yeah. size. Um, but we've we've just been doing such great things it's over the past few years. Um, 
we really are. It's our our age and our yeah. choice of repertoire, which lifts us out of the the, the other small companies mm. and the drive and the the actually people yeah. and the direction. Mm-hmm. Dancers are the business card of the company and the way it's, uh, you know, we, we all have some time in the company and then we move on. But our main aim is to take the company forward. Mm-hmm. I like that right there. Dancers are the business card of the company. That's like this business guy, Grant Cardone. He said that when you do a business, you're not dealing with businesses or products. You're dealing with people. It's people-oriented wherever we go. That's why I always focus on people. So it's a nice feature. Uh, they are the thing. Without the person, there is no the labels and the products and all the other elements. I'm actually from Royal Ballet. We've come to purchase Scottish Ballet. That's what this this is. We we want to be bigger. We want to yeah. be bigger. Now, what Eve? What is uh, something in the next few months? A goal you have, or something you are looking towards? Maybe a performance or a goal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to touring uh, my new work, 111, to um, um, to internationally, actually. Mm. We've already had uh, some interest from London, from the place, and also from Mexico, from Maldives, and from Azerbaijan, Baku. Huh. So we're build- building up the tour. Um, we had invitations from different outdoor festivals and, and different kind of... Disability, uh, physically integrated dance uh, organizations and uh, yeah I think um, disability arts um, uh, advertises this work uh, and wants to show as I said what dance can be um, also I'm, I'm working with the um, composer Giles Lamb who I worked with for my last project and we are um, developing a new um, ideas around the uh, VR, virtual reality mm-hmm. dance project. So um, that's my kind of new thing, which I haven't done yet, uh, um, seeing how motion capture suit uh, worn by dancer can help the animation and the composing of the music. Um, so, yeah, these are my new kind of two things for the beginning of next year. But also, I've had some um, invitations to guest with the company, so I need to see how how my schedule is with my traveling, with my holidays, with my home life. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as this performance, is there a person or people that you have looked to in past years that you're like, I like some features of their career or what they're doing? Are there any people like that? I keep my eyes open, but I'm so busy improving myself that uh, I don't really co- try not to compare myself to other people's journeys. Every every person's journey is different, and I'm not interested in competing with anyone. I just want us all to win. So mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That's the build your own. I mean, there's some label to it, but it's the build your own thing. Why focus elsewhere? If everybody does that, we have everybody building their own thing. And then... Second thing, and is, what exactly what other people think about you is not your business, right? <laughs> you do you do your business, and then you do it as well as you can, and that's your driving force, right? And also, you had mentioned disability arts. I feel like this is probably the best time in history to have any sort of limiting condition of any kind as a person, because the amount of uh, tools and collaboration and uh, assistance for those features is never more than it is 
right now. Mm, that's why um, I, I, I keep telling people it's, it's dancers, it's artists, it's people with different abilities. Right. Yes, different abilities. Okay, that's what I was saying. I just have this lisp, so it sounds like I'm saying disabilities, <laughs> different abilities, different abilities. That's right, yeah, that's just, right. Yeah. It just comes across that way. I don't know if that's what a lisp is, but uh, something along those lines. So I was actually saying that the whole time. Joke. Now, in closing, I would like both of you, but first, Eve, what is a message, if you would describe a message you would have to all people of the world, like you had a megaphone and you could just say, something what would be something that represents what you would say to the the people of the world be kind and empower others oh mary oh that's what i was gonna say no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it was the exact I, I, same it was the exact same empower um i've probably said this before but mm -hmm. i think you should own your mistakes right i think you need to own them own up to them and um, learn from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not the mistakes or the problems. It's but not the really. way you deal and solve yeah. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because really, are the mistakes? They're just something you do that you might go, oh, maybe I'll do that a different way, or um, you can take you take from them. And if you don't, if you don't own up to them, you're never going to learn. You're never going to progress. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like the saying um, from Harry Potter. Um, it's not your abilities, but the choices that show who you really are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your abilities is just what you're working with. It was already happening. Like a water bottle is a water bottle. But does that water bottle get up and sing at a performance? Most of them don't because they're water bottles. But I mean, as people, we it's the things that we reach for that's like, oh, okay, they chose to do that instead of mm -hmm. driving over those leaves, you know, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. By the way, your message of owning up to your mistakes is not that far off from Sharmila's message in the episode with celebrity stylist Melissa where she said, don't apologize for your mistakes. There's something there. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's the same thing, yeah. Right. Well, kind of, kind of, sort of. Right. But hers yeah, is a little bit yeah. more like, uh, uh -huh. I'm not apologizing That's, for this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm saying, you know, there's so many people that, that would blame someone else for for you know something that's gone awry or right. whatever just just own up to it if you make a mistake you're human you know we're, we're humans we're, we're we people human. we all make mistakes yeah. yeah yeah i haven't made a mistake since 1924 back when i was born but i'm looking to make one soon so i can appear more human <laughs> we'll help you to get through it that would be great <laughs> Be we'll be there. We'll be there. But I think you maybe made a couple of mistakes. You know. At least three. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least one or two. Yeah. I want to thank both of you, Mary Mullen and Eve Mutso. Is that the proper pronunciation? Mutso. Mutso. Yes. That's okay. right. Both of you for being on this episode. Eve, first time guest. Mary, multiple time guest. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being on this episode. Thank, thank you very much. This has been episode one ninety two and we are out.